Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi. How are you? I'm I'm doing good, actually. How are, How are you doing? I'm doing okay. Just okay? All things considered. This is like the third time you've just been okay. Uh, well, you know what? Are we ever all... Are any of us ever just okay? Are you fine? <laughs> like, are you actually fine? Like, I'm genuinely concerned. I'm having a brown day today. Oh, why? Do you sh- I just feel really, like, like, murky and muddy and, like, my brain is clouded and i can't think clearly okay so that will do well for a podcast I'm yeah sure. no absolutely really articulate i'm sure that'll I'm explain feeling. a lot yeah. is that like retroactive as well does that explain why you've been so murky every other time um you're a fucking asshole and i, I know. hate you on that note welcome to <laughs> do you queer what, what I, I queer with um elliot and, and tom yep Dickwick. Dickwick. Um, so we might just refer to it as Dickwick. Let's call it Dickwick. Yeah. It's the acronym. Do you queer? Dickwick. What I queer. It kind of makes me um, think little... of like a penis candle. Me too. That's every time. That's right. what I like about Maybe it. Maybe we yeah. should get some penis candle merch. Oh, yeah. No, that's actually that a great idea. Kill. We were thinking of like pins or patches, but no. That might be actually, I don't know if I love penis candle. Why not? Because um, if someone's house burns down and it's our fault. Because <laughs> that's. No, I'd fucking love that. Are you kidding me? No, don't nope. say that. No, we can edit that out. I'm not gonna edit that out. Um, just because penises, I think, are a symbol that a lot of people, a lot of queer people, might feel oppressed by. Yeah, that's Maybe. very. Fair. I don't know. But like, wouldn't burning it be like something? Ooh, liberate, you good know what point. I mean? Yeah, let's do the penis. The wick should like start at the balls, though. I feel like it should be upside down. <laughs> anyway, um, okay, uh, we have a Gmail. Yeah. Um, and we would like everybody to contact us through it it's uh do you queer what i queer at gmail.com um send us your stories send us your info um if you'd like to come on the podcast we would (laughs) love to have you come come on talk about your story talk about what what makes you queer what brought you to be queer indeed we want all that or talk about something else talk about something that you want to fucking talk about yeah we don't care dick candles just want to talk you want to sell your dick candles come on come right on up we're the right we're the right space for you. Um, okay, third blast boring thing. There's little, another thing. There's another thing. This is just something. Um, we t- Tom and I keep talking about coming out of the closet as something that we want to move past, as like a notion that we want to leave behind. Yeah. But I think that it's only fair to address the fact that that's coming from a space of privilege. We are not in threat of violence, and so many people are. And the closet actually functions as a really important tool. Um, so while I believe that it's something we don't necessarily need as a broad queer community or like um, a myth that I want to shed, I totally understand the lived reality of the closet. So that's really boring. But no, no, that's great. Thank you. For, like, thank you. I couldn't I articulate just don't want, that. I'm glad you. Can. I just don't want people to be hearing us and like, well, I'm in the closet. Does that mean that I'm right? You know, like, I'm in the closet because I need to yeah, be in the like, closet. Like, yeah, it's exactly. dire for me. So exactly. shut the fuck up, you privileged, you stupid faggots. fucking white faggots. Yeah, yeah I no, totally. It. I got it. Um, we have a guest this Ooh, week yeah, we a did. very special guest um we're selfish so we're going to talk a little bit more before we titch. have that just a little titch just a, a just key. a bit and a bite <laughs> just a clit and a clot that's my least favorite thing that you say <laughs> i fucking hate that don't make that a thing please <laughs> um <laughs> i think i'm making up for the feeling that i'm murky by pretending to be like like quirky like quirky and whimsical. quirky and murky quirky um, and murky um that's the tagline for this episode. Yeah. Uh, Tom, do you want to start with your little thing okay. or should I start? 
I can start. It's a little bit jarring. If your thing is so jarring, we can just skip mine because mine's so brief. Like, I'm not dying. I want you to do yours first then. Okay. Because mine, like, hopefully we'll laugh at, but then be like, wait a second. Is this actually funny? And then maybe cry. Yes. And then some people out there listening will be like, no. Like, have to, like, worry about editing later. Like, I'll lose sleep tonight. Exactly. Awesome. Um, My thing is a tweet by Chris Rock. Uh, Just because you and I keep talking about privilege and how we have to frame this podcast in terms of. Chris Rock. Okay, I don't even fucking know. All that aside, um, it just says, it's a photo, and it says, when you're accustomed to privilege, equality feels like oppression. Uh Uh-huh. And I feel like that's just such an astute way to put it, because we were trying to, like, like, I think in the first episode, I was like, privilege isn't inherently bad, you know, but it really does show that you live in an unequal system when some are privileged and others aren't. Well, I, I, I think that's great. So, fuck. Good for you, Chris Rock. I mean, but. he shared an image. I don't know what okay, the, you know, okay. like, I don't, I don't know. I don't no, know. No, but it's an important, like, conversation to have. Like, I feel like every space is a safe space for me. Yes. And that's my privilege. privilege. And making sure that there's a safe space for everyone doesn't take away from my right to a safe space exactly like it doesn't take away any of that and like the white alt-right who were like they took our jobs and shit like that like um well a no they didn't but b sharing you know what i mean like you have had so much for so long yeah i don't understand why leveling and it's so funny it's not even sharing it's not taking away from anything that you have it's yeah. just you know it's not there's only a certain amount of safe space for people in the world it's no. and like the whole fucking like everyone's triggered by something nowadays like or you could just not say violent things. Like, it's yeah. that easy. Anyway, that that's my thing. Yeah. That's my thing. What's no, that's your thing? great. Thank you. What's your thing? I mean... Oh, no. I just... Uh, I wanted to just look into... Um, this is very this is very specific. Okay. To, um, to gay men, probably in, like, the 80s and 90s. Okay. When the internet didn't exist. And so you needed to tell... So this, this is very sexual. Okay. So if you're a um, daisy, if you're any kind of little muffet, then you should plug your ears. But, I glanced um, at your phone really fast. I know what this is. So it's it's um, back in the day when you wanted to tell what kinks you were into. As a gay man, you would wear a color handkerchief, uh, either on your left or right back pocket. It's been a while since and I saw this. Can you quiz me? Can co- you ask Yeah, me? no, this okay. is what I'm going to do. Okay. So the color depends on what you're into. And there's a lot, like, this list is quite extensive. I'm probably looking at 50. Um, I know, I was aghast when I first saw it. I didn't even know that some of these <laughs> things were kinks, but... I know. Wait, don't do look at... Don't cheat. I'm not looking. I'm not looking. Fucking Jesus cheat. Jesus Christ. Um, okay, let's just go through it. Black. Um, uh, fisting. No, no, no. Oh. Uh, good, good, good guess. Um, so when worn on the left, you are the, um, you're the, you're the, what's the right term for this? Aggressor or you're the... Like top? Yeah. Power, not necessarily. The power position. Okay. And when it's worn on the right, you are the, um, submissive. Receiver. Okay. Yeah. Um, like dom and sub. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, the black means heavy SM top. This is for the left. Okay. And on the right, it's the opposite so i'll just say what it means on the left and then you can infer the opposite are you going through the whole list is my question i'm gonna slam through them okay because our guest is gonna sit there and die okay well they're not supposed (laughs) to know that our guest is in the room yet but i guess the cat's out of the bag gray gray (laughs) can you hear it gray 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 means um 
you're into like you're into like vanilla play like maybe some whispers okay we're not gonna quit i'm just gonna fucking just tell me slam through these and then we can either comment or not yeah so gray is bondage top light blue wants head Robin's egg blue, 69er, medium okay, blue. Wait, I'm sorry. Top. I'm sorry. Yep. There's a difference between light blue and Robin's egg blue. Oh, just you okay, wait. Okay, continue. What's fuchsia? Just you wait. Is what I'm wondering. Ooh, just you wait. Oh. <laughs> Actually, fuchsia's not on here. Yes. Uh, navy blue is a fucker. What does that mean? You. Literally, it's just you. And on the other side, it's a fucky. Um, Air Force blue is a pilot or flight attendant. It's not a color. And the other side is likes flyboys. Um, Me. Sailor, um, blue. Uh, oh, teal is a cock and ball torturer. Red is a fist fucker. Maroon cuts. Dark red is a two handed fister. Wait, Light sorry, pink, sorry. Yeah. Mar- maroon is cuts. Cuts. Okay. And the other side would be bleeds. Okay. Yep. Dark red is a two handed fister. Light pink is a dildo fucker. Dark pink is a tit torturer. <laughs> Mauve is navel worshipper. Magenta is suck my pits. Purple is a piercer. Lavender likes drag queens. Yellow is a pisser. Yell- Pale yellow is a spitter. Mustard is a hung eight inch plus. Huh. Gold, two looking for one. Orange, anything, anytime. Apricot, two tons of fun. And on the other side, it would be a chubby chaser. Okay. Coral. I didn't even know coral was a color. Are suck you my toes. You're wearing Rust, coral. You're literally cowboy. wearing coral. Fuchsia is a spanker. Uh. Kelly Green is a hustler for rent. Hunter Green is a daddy. Drab Olive is a military top. Lime Green dines off tricks. And so the other side would be a dinner plate. I don't even understand that. Dines. Dines. I thought you said dimes. Like to bounce dimes. Beige is a rimmer. Brown is scat top. Brown lace uncut. Brown satin cut. Charcoal latex fetish top. Gray flannel owns a suit. (laughs) The other side would obviously be likes men in suits. White, beat my meat, Holstein milker, cream, cons, and condoms. Black with white check, safe sex top. Red with white stripe is a shaver. The other side would be, likes to be shaved. Right. Red with black stripe is into a furry bear. Oh, no, is a furry bear. Okay. White lace. Should I keep going? Yes. White lace is likes white bottoms. Black with a white stripe is black bottoms. I don't like that. Okay, I'm going to skip the racial ones. Yeah, please. I mean, they exist, so maybe... Red and white gingham is, is a park sex top. Brown corduroy is a headmaster. The other side would be a student. I can't. Paisley wears boxer shorts. Ooh, That's fur so... is bestialist. Bestialist? Ooh, I don't like that. I don't feel like you shouldn't be. Gold lame likes muscle boy bottoms. Silver lame star fucker. Black velvet LeMay? takes videos. White velvet a voyeur. Leopard has tattoos. Tan smokes cigars. Teddy bear is a cuddler. Cupid doll is underaged. Ooh, <laughs> no! Dirty jockstrap wears a dirty jockstrap. Well, that's shocking. Funny. A doily is a tea room top. Tom, I I feel like you and I could do a whole episode on that. I don't know I what feel a tea like room top come... is, but let's let's look into that. For yes, next yeah, time. that's fair. Mosquito netting. <laughs> <laughs> Outdoor sex top. Ziploc bag has drugs. Cocktail napkin is a bartender. Kleenex stinks. Keys in front has a car. Keys in back has a home. What? Houndstooth likes to nibble. Union Jack is a skinhead top. Oh, I don't like that at all. Calico new in town. Terry cloth bathhouse top. 
white with multicolored dots is hosting an orgy. Okay. The other side would be looking for an orgy. And then there's a link at the bottom of this to the Twink codes. So that's not even... Okay, we need to pick this up later. I know. Um, I'm, what, I'm like at least 15 of those things. What do you, Am I supposed to wear a fucking like... <laughs> Quilt out of my back pocket. A coat of many colors. (laughs) Right? Elliot and the Technicolor Dream (laughs) handkerchief. Can you write my fucking play right now? My thing is, what if you accidentally have one of those coming out of your pocket and you're like, you know what I mean? Walking through and it's like... Then I think that's pretty exciting. Like into unconsensual like... Oh. You know what I mean? Like what if it's some shit like that? I wonder. Um, I, I don't know. Is this an experiment that we should... I think so. Okay. Yeah. We're just talking ourselves into doing this. No, that's not. Um, okay. Tom, that was really good. Thank you. That for was that. a lot. I'm sorry. No, don't to be sorry. You with that. Um, we need to dissect that further later. Uh, Mosquito knitting. That's my favorite one by far. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like hounds. But now tooth. I'm worried because we're laughing at it, and then it's someone's like whole really world, in, like r- fetish that they love, and then they're gonna be like, "Fuck you! You're laughing at my yeah, but like identity. yeah, no, that's fair, this but. Is, this is now an unsafe space for someone who is into mosquito netting. No. And I did that. I just created that. It's just funny that you have, like, it's so specific. You know, like, can't you just have a drink and be like, I'm also into mosquito netting? Like, does it have to be that immediate? Well, that- maybe. Not in 1986. Yeah, that's I fair. Guess, okay, we are rambling. Yeah. We are absolutely rambling. We have a guest. Yeah, we have a guest. Um, not in the room. So, guest, would you like to enter the room now? That's so stupid. Out I here. fucking hate She's you. been here the whole time. <laughs> Maya? Hi, I'm in the room now. Oh my goodness, I hello. I just came into the room. I'm so shocked. Do we have her on the... Hi. 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 Yeah, we have her. Do you have me? Yes. Hi. Yeah, that's better. Oh Hi. my god. Okay, good. Perfect. Yay. How are you? Um, I'm doing great. Yeah? Yeah, no, things are good. How awesome. was your day? My day has been crazy and exhausting. Um, but it's coming along pretty good. That's good. Good. Yeah, I'm thank happy to be here. Yeah. yeah, thank you so it's much. Really special. Maya and I go way back, and I've never met Maya. Like so, super far back. So far back. Over half my life, I've probably known her. Wow, it's like fifty Slightly years ago. More. Certainly more. Yeah. yeah. I just age shamed you, and you didn't catch it. But that's okay. Uh, you know what? Boy. Age shame me all you fucking want, bitch. You're proud because I'm a proud daddy. Yeah, nope. Okay. Not a daddy. Nope. nope. Take it back. <laughs> No, you're making fun of daddies. So. It's surprising how popular that seems now. Yeah, I mean, I know. maybe within like the queer community, but just as like a popular thing within hetero community and stuff, at least on the internet from what I can For tell. Real, it's my, like, my partner's what? younger sisters are like into guys with dad bods and they're like 15. I'm like, you can't say that. Like, I don't like, you don't like you saying that. that That's really fine. Me. Is it? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. What kind of just bodies when you're, like, when you're like underage, just don't say dad. I don't know. Uh, oh, I get what you mean. You know what just I mean? Just the term dad is yeah. what you don't like. Does their dad ever hear them saying this? Like, <laughs> oh my God. I, I feel like he would. I feel so awkward now. Yeah, it's I feel like, like he would lose his mind. <laughs> yeah. It's like when you're watching a movie with your parents and then there's a sex scene and then you're like, uh. Oh, I hate uh, that. Uh, yeah. yeah. So let's start from the fucking start. Yeah. Isn't that great? That is great. Maya. Yeah, okay, the fucking start, eh? Yeah. So um, when, like, like, what makes you queer? And why? When? No, when? Well, why? A, a, like, how? do you agree with the term queer? Oh, yeah. Like, how, do how do you feel about the word queer? I love the term queer because I feel like the queer community needs something inclusive that is broad, that makes everybody feel like they can relate on 
one kind of thing because otherwise it feels too separated and even with like something like an acronym it starts getting really confusing mm-hmm. nobody wants to use it it sounds weird when you're talking to people that are outside of the community maybe totally. they're like oh you're part of the lgbtq community and then there's always people that feel left out like people might be like oh you're part of the lgbt community and then it's like well what about q and then they start adding like the like i'm too spirited yeah. and then questioning yeah, and then it's just yeah. like a million letters and nobody wants that. It's not something that you can easily use when you're talking to people. It's not like being like, yeah, I identify as queer, which is broad too because people's identities are always evolving. Like it's, totally. I feel like you don't want to box yourself in and be like, I'm specifically this. And then if you're trying something else out, mm-hmm. then people are like, oh, I thought you were gay. And then like now I see you... That's such Doing a good this point. other thing, and it's like, yeah. well, I don't know. Like, uh, it's why good you if you're just, just like a queer, and you're like, whatever. Me like, with this label. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's such a good point. And I feel like, too, the whole acronym, it's so disparate. Like, it's supposed to be a, an acronym of unity, but but you're still having slotted categories. And so queer just right. like, right. dissolves the boundary. I love that. Um, okay, so the fucking beginning. What's the fucking oh. beginning? When did you know you were queer? Or did you always know you were queer? So this is a thing. I mean, I feel like it's a lot more straightforward for people now especially like there's a lot of like being a trans person i see a lot of media of like look at these like trans kids this kid's like five years old and they know Mm -hmm. that they're trans and their parents have enough information to know like this is a thing this is a legitimate identity and stuff like that but like when i was a kid there was none of that at all at least to my exposure so i had no idea like I look back and there's tons of very clear indicating signs of who I was and who I was going to be, but I had no idea at the time, no information about it. Right. And I look at these like things that are all over the place now about these like queer kids and like trans kids, I guess mostly trans kids where it's just like, I wonder what my life would have been like knowing i guess having that kind of information do you feel Um, at all like slighted by the educational system like is there anything like it was kind of interesting to like discover i guess things with no outside information but right knowing what i know now there's just so much like all over the world all throughout human history there have been trans people like there's hijra in india there's like in Samoa, there's the Fafafine. There's the entire culture of two-spirit people in indigenous cultures. Like, a lot of people of those cultures, like, their descendants don't even know. They have, mm-hmm. until now, now we have the information because of the internet. Mm-hmm. But, like, even, like, 10, 15 years ago, a tribe that might have had, like, great respect for two-spirit people, like could have no idea about that in their history in like a modern time because it was so aggressively erased yeah. and then like a lot of homophobia like purposefully instilled in these people and not like, to point yeah, the finger that's the thing. we have no idea mm-hmm. like up until recently and now all this information's coming out and it's great it's really liberating when you feel like well i'm this like i'm so weird why do i feel this way i have no idea what's going on with me at all and it's so confusing then you start doing some research and there starts being information out there and you're like 
this is super common like you can look all over the world all back through the past and this is not a weird thing at all to be a trans person in like human culture it's like been around since the beginning of humanity Mm -hmm. and yeah we're not taught that at all that information was suppressed as hard as it could be until we had better information systems and now we can know i think it's so ridiculous that like um colonial like white colonial christianity essentially took took sexuality from a moral perspective which is just the most ridiculous thing you know they painted it with this with this giant swath and like you're like you're saying they actively erased generations of knowledge and wisdom that that produced well-being in a society you know and like cut that out and it's just such bullshit yeah like they when they came here and saw two spirit people they actively were hunting and like killing and imprisoning them they were like this is the most offensive thing that i see in this continent and they yeah they were like literally just trying to kill them all like how about you try to cure tuberculosis instead you know like why are you wasting your fucking energy on that it was a big deal to them (laughs) it was a huge deal to them and then yeah i mean what else are you gonna do if like you either fight or like hide it i guess if all these people show up and they're just trying to kill you for who you are right wow um Whew. Right? Yeah. Let's get right, right into the heavy stuff. I know, like, like, fuck yeah. It's Sing good that it. that's fuck. mostly gone, but that still exists in the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That still exists gone. in North America. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, if you look, there's a list on the internet where you can look up all the trans people murdered. And it's yeah, shocking. Like, you would think, okay, like, yeah, it probably happens. But you look at the list and it's insane. Insane. And they're all like, they're violent murders. It's like. Yeah. Where did like that hate? Oh, that hate is the scariest thing. Like it's just so direct and so prevalent, and it's not being addressed. Actually, I shouldn't say that. That's not fair. I don't know how it's being addressed, but it doesn't seem like it's being dealt with properly because the prevalence is so high. You know, like there's a book on LGBTQ stats that I have, and it's like trans deaths are disproportionately high in the community. You know. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I feel like, oh, I wish I knew the exact website, but I think you can just Google it. It's like the trans murder list and it goes by year. It identifies people's names and like how they died based on police reports and like where in the world. And it's shocking. It's crazy. It's absolutely insane. Um, And that's still the world we live in. I mean, even like, I don't know, like eight or nine years ago, when I first started, like, I came out of school and I was working as a stagehand. Like, I feel like the culture and community of people even then was, like, so different. Just, I guess people didn't know at the time, right? I'm just, like, another dude working with other dudes. But just, like, the amount of homophobia and, like, stuff that was just so common in everyday conversation and every thing. Mm-hmm. Like, that was not that long ago. But it is good to see, like, there's a massive difference now in the way people talk and do things mm-hmm, it's correct. harder to know too because now i'm like really visibly queer if people just kind of like censor themselves more around me and then when i'm not there they like still like making gay jokes at each other like oh you're a faggot or something right when i walk out of the room i don't know right but oh, fuck, eh? it's not uh, a, i don't know that world's not like that long ago i mean but mm-hmm. you do feel like it's in a better place than i do 
I do. I mean, now... Like, if we talk about safe spaces, like, it's something that we always try to touch on because, you know, every safe... Every space is a safe space for me, or more or less. Like, do you, uh, as someone who living in Toronto, do you feel that way? I feel pretty safe, like, living in Toronto. Um being visibly trans and stuff like I feel pretty fine about it Mm -hmm. but I do know somebody who was recently attacked in Toronto from what I understand she says it was just for being trans like they were just hating on her for being trans and these people beat her up no I know it's shocking like even within the city but even like I was just out of town in Huntsville and like nothing bad happened but just being somewhere else and being around really different people who I feel like are not exposed to the same things on a regular basis, like queerness and transness and stuff. Like I definitely felt suddenly out of place. Like I got out of my car and I'm suddenly like, Oh, is everyone going to look at me weird? Am I like, okay, here, is anyone going to say anything? Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, gender is super just, deeply 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 layered into our society so much and even the concept of like having to police gender is like taught to everybody on a super basic level yeah but i definitely feel like there is like a massive shift happening with just all the information and connectivity that everybody has people are in general definitely more aware and i can definitely see yeah. Changes happening all the time. I'm yeah. happy to say that because um, I went to teacher's college um, two years ago and I was in the indigenous studies cohort. But um, other than uh, indigenous rights um, and reconciliation, the one thing that was pushed on us was trans rights. That's what they really focused on in school. And I think that is I think that's great. Wait, sorry, this is by Toronto District School Board is pushing it, or this is this is uh, at U of T. Okay, this is at always at U of T. Okay, they uh, the biggest thing that we took out of that year was Indigenous rights and trans rights, and I think that's fabulous. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly for people who aren't ev- who aren't me, yeah, because yeah, most yeah. of the people yeah. in the, my program are not Canadian. Like, sorry, not to assume that non-Canadian. Like, I gr- I have been queer for a long time. Yes. I get it. Yes, I know. Totally. I get trans rights. I. I always well I'm still learning but I feel like I always have understood it Mm -hmm. but a lot of people in my class didn't and Mm -hmm. they came out of the year being able to hopefully be the teacher for a trans student that makes a huge difference because I hope hope so if it's only queer and trans people talking about these things then only people that are like, oh, I have a trans friend are going to be like, oh, I get it. Right. Yeah. And that's going to just keep so much of everybody in the dark. It's like yeah, an echo totally. chamber, right? We don't need that. Like open it up and disseminate that more. Um, yeah, I think it's it's really funny to, to bring it back. Like uh, there was this fucking, that fucking asshole Ben Shapiro. Is that his name? He's oh, like, God. he's vocally anti-trans. He's like, Actually, I don't know much about it, but there was this video and it was from this like alt-right Facebook group. And uh, the tagline was Ben Shapiro shuts down. Oh, um, I watched that. Yeah. Oh, a blood. Like it was like seven I in the morning. And my don't ho- like that. All of us have watched that. I don't like that. <laughs> no, but, no, but the, I just don't like here's that here's what I'm going to say is like, yes, no, it's absolutely fucking appalling that it's online. But so I shared it 
with this giant blurb on everything that was wrong with it, why it was problematic. And I got a lot of backlash, people saying, don't share this information. Like, like you're playing into it. But if it's there, don't we need to talk about it? Like, shouldn't That's we... That's the thing. Yeah, I feel like it's helpful for people to be aware. Also, like, what is out there for people to experience, too? Like, if we just stay in this queer bubble of, like, we're queer and we support each other, mm-hmm. you know, it, like, it's helpful to know, like, this kind of thing is going on. This is what people are still facing. Right. Yeah. There are still people out there actively like promoting this kind of mentality and we need to know about okay, that in I hear that. order to fight against it and deal with it. Right. I hear that. The fire needs to stay lit. Yeah. And it's like yeah. this is one of the huge reasons why I feel like we're all blindsided by the Trump election and oh. by fucking the alt right existing. Like they've existed. We just haven't listened. We we didn't I, know. I wasn't tuned into that side of it actively, know, you know. Because we're on our little bubble of Yeah. Like, I'm safe. Is that fine? I don't oh yeah. Just my screensaver. Just uh. a second. <laughs> We're so worried this is gonna glitch yeah. now. <laughs> oh my god! No, it's still working. Um, We're good. Yeah. When and then when I was uh, teaching grade six out of school um, in the city, and there was a trans student in my class, and fuck, I really gotta say, like, it was in like the middle of like a very progressive area of the city, and we were all progressive, and all right. the students were too. And this this um, this student was treated with like t- total respect. Like he never got an ounce of bullying all it or, takes that, that i saw that right I saw. yeah that's fair Which um, is... and and it was really spectacular because i feel like honestly if it were back in new market back in suburban yeah. ontario yeah in you know 1995 that fucking wouldn't have been the case anywhere in 1995 no. yeah, like, sure, you know sure. what i no. mean like yeah i mean yeah definitely in high school i remember like so i i felt like kind of super fan but i didn't understand kind of as i said like i didn't really like get it and so i don't know like i never felt safe coming out like it was a big deal i knew people that came out and were like massively ostracized and i remember starting grade nine in high school and being made fun of like extensively for being like kind of femme and so I did, I feel like what most people do, which is just completely change and be like super masculine and, you know, just go completely the other way. And like, mm. you she know, was so mask. Really? <laughs> <She> was so <laughs> yeah, there was like the first half of grade nine where I was like, I feel kind of femme. And like, I was like kind of secretly seeing this guy who was like out as gay, although I was 14 and he was like 18. So eyebrow raise (laughs) scandal and then you know a few a few other boys when i was experimenting we've all Um, been there yep but then i was really like oh people like i don't feel safe about this yeah i don't know like everybody like you feel like a crazy ton of shame Mm -hmm. and you just kind of like try to bury it for a while which totally. is tough. I mean, it's not. That's not good for anybody. And then you met Tom, and your life took a downward <laughs> turn. <laughs> no, I was involved. <laughs> <laughs> but so when when did you decide to to like what what switched? That's fair. I mean, it was a. I guess accepting that I can't change myself because I tried for a long time. Mm-hmm. There was like the entire rest of high school. I dated a girl and was like pretty masculine and like 
didn't really express or talk about being bisexual or like having gender feels and especially like after high school too like I was into all kinds of other like scenes and stuff and definitely hung out with some really like homophobic people where I was like I could never ever I'd be so ashamed if they ever found out about my past and Mm -hmm. things I did and like I can't let that be part of who I am but it just bubbled up like inside eventually and I started like I felt like I was going psychotic I couldn't deal with my own brain I was I would like go out and like buy women's clothes and go home and like lock myself in my bedroom so my roommates couldn't see me and like put on girls clothes and just like feel so much better and look at myself in the mirror and be like this is amazing and like take photos of myself and try to like just look really fam and I'd be like this is me like I can see myself it would make me so happy but then I'd be so like what the heck is wrong with me like why do I need this to be happy and like we had a shared bathroom I'd be like I have to pee but like I don't want to wash my makeup off yet and just like just so terrified of anybody else seeing it and that went on for like so Along with me trying to be like, I got to stop doing this. I'm going to get rid of all these clothes. Like, this is not okay. No one's ever going to think this is okay. Like, I felt like if... I felt like there would be no point in my life ever where I'd be able to talk to, like, my parents about it. Like, there was... I thought there would never be a time I could ever be like, oh, dad, yeah. Like, I don't know. I like feeling femme or, like, wearing women's clothes or, like, I want to be a woman where my dad would ever accept that or think that was okay is it is it okay yeah and it's totally cool now so amazing but it took a really really long time like years and years of struggling with that before i could accept like i can't turn this off like this is part of who i am no matter how hard i try is never no matter like it's never gonna go away and i think this is why partly like why the trans suicide rate is so high Because although there's a lot of difficult things in interacting with the outside world and having a lot of people, like when I first started transitioning, there was so many times where people would be like, what are you supposed to be like a man or a woman? Just like random people on the street. And it's like, what is it your business? I have no idea who you are. We're just at a bus stop. Like, get out of my face. Like, wow. Or even like, who the fuck do you think you are? Yeah. Like, Like, it's really ingrained in our society. I feel like. Even just like you go to get a coffee and they'll be like, hi, sir, how can I take your order, sir? And you're like, I feel so fabulous and femme and like confident today and like passable. And then they're like, how would you like your coffee, sir? And it's like, why can't you just say, how would you like your coffee? Yeah. But yeah, I we, feel like that's disappearing. Like I feel like it's like yeah. going. It's just it's just what people are trained to do in the service industry. Yeah. They just feel like saying sir or ma'am is like a polite thing. And so they have to add it to everything. But it's makes you be constantly gendering people Mm -hmm. but i think people are learning because i feel like i see that like a ton less even just in like the last two or three years it is it seems to be fading away totally i think yeah right yeah i hope so i hope so too um it just what you're saying is so right about the gender policing it's not only is like the gender binary so deeply ingrained in us but implicitly and often explicitly 
with that binary comes um, self-policing and like policing of others. And that's so fucked up. Like, yeah. don't we have enough things to worry about? Like, I don't even understand why people care. Why is it anyone's? Yeah. I think some yeah. people care because they get policed their whole life. And they're right. like, if I'm not allowed to do this, I'm not letting you do this. I always secretly wanted to wear like a pretty dress and I have so much shame about it. So that's if so I see you doing yeah, this and so being confident, I love, I'm shutting I love, you down because yeah. I got shut down in no way. Yeah. Are you having that fun? I don't know. It's a really good know. point. Yeah. It's a really good point. It yeah. is a good point. <laughs> Probably like Jesus. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Anybody, I guess, like being queer in any way, there's always going to be a lot of your own internal struggle. And sometimes people like struggling with that stuff who really don't feel okay about it. Like, just they're gonna lash out at other people like how many people are there trying to like make like bathroom bills or like anti-gay things that end up getting like busted Mm -hmm. being gay or something like it's it's always like the biggest people opposing it are having that internal struggle with themselves yeah and they're trying to like compensate for it or something by just like Shutting everybody right. else down. What is homophobic or transphobic? What does that really mean about you? Like, what are right? you really trying to suppress? Yeah, like, what are you saying? Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to misquote statistics, but I feel like I do it every episode. Go on. But in that, Go on. In that same, like, you can say um, the fuck you want. queer statistics hey. book, I think it's I think it's called LGBTQ stats. Um, I can corrections corner this next time if it's wrong, but it does say that statistically speaking, um, the most outward, like, outspoken homophobic people did profess to having some sort of like quote-unquote queer tendency deep down it's not rocket sure. science like obviously you're gonna be mad that you have to be repressed and want other people to be repressed you know yeah yeah right but it's just strange as like an actual statistic fact on it because why would you ever answer a survey you know if you're gonna be like <laughs> you're gonna be that fucking outspokenly homophobic i don't understand right, right. It's so weird Are um you homophobic yes do you want to have sex with men yes yes like stabbing yourself at the same time. Yeah, and I think as it gets to be more like okay to be queer, a lot less people are like afraid of that inside themselves. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, okay, that's not me, but I don't have to be like terrified that that's me. And then they just are then less like being aggressive to other people because they're less busy being like, is that me? Is that me? I have to prove it's not me. Like, Totally. Like, oh, okay, it's okay to be queer, but I'm not, and like whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Was there um, was there an aha moment, like a light bulb moment for you that you were like, nope, I'm, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm going to uh, live my life how I want to live it, and fuck everyone. Somewhat, but it was like probably like a four year, five year, maybe even more. It was a really long period of like that light bulb moment of like this is who I am and I just need to be okay with it and then like being super shameful and not okay with it and then just going through that in a cycle and then just having that cycle repeating was driving me more and more crazy too right and but I guess the real light bulb moment was realizing like okay so I'm starting to see things like I'm starting to see like trans people on YouTube talk about being trans and stuff and realizing every out person is making it safer for all the other people who are scared. Yeah, like actually. That's yeah. yeah. My fingers I was like, I, I, I need to 
represent what I believe into the world. Because if I'm too scared to let that shine out, then other people will be too. Like I, if I believe that it's okay to be trans and have these feelings, and like this is who I am, I need to show people like this is who I am. And yeah, we exist and we're around, and it is okay, and it it really does a huge disservice to everybody else like me if I'm too scared to put that out there. And it became like a really big deal to me to be out and living my life also for my own mental health of not going through the cycles of like shame and like repression. Right. But that's no, I, I felt like the yeah, world I'm, needed that's, it. I'm yeah. so fucking You're a goddamn role model. That's yeah, what it seriously. is. You're a goddamn <laughs> role model. You fucking get it. Um, we talk about this circus now. I'm really. Oh, I love talking about circus. Um, um, I don't even know how to introduce this. Um, well, introduce it as you do. I'm gonna ask Jesse to bring me some more wine. Jesse, <laughs> he's probably outside. I'll get you more wine. No, no, I'll get more wine. We can just end this. Okay, yeah. Intermission. Right. How do you feel talking so far? Is it amazing? Okay. I'm actually usually like hella self-conscious about my voice, and then I was like, "What have I done?" I think I'm the same way. Um, I don't think you have reason to be, and also I found for some reason I don't know if it's the equipment, but I was like, "Oh, I can live with my voice." You know what I mean? Like for the first time hearing it back, I was like, "No, I hate my voice." Me you really too. should. So much. Especially, it goes back to the ordering coffee thing. There's been so many times where people are like, oh, like, how would you like your order, miss? And then I'm like, oh, a double double. And they're like, oh, sorry, sir. Oh. Like, I had, like, the bank call me before and be like, oh, is this my haul? And I'm like, wait, I want to make sure we're recording this. Okay. Yeah, true. <laughs> um, oh, well, we were just talking about being self conscious about my voice and stuff. And. I don't know. I guess there's been a lot of times where I felt like I passed and then I said words and then people correct themselves and they're like, oh, sorry, sir. Like they read me as female, but then they hear my voice and they're like, oh, you're actually a man. Oh my sorry, God. sir. I thought you were a woman. And I'm like, I'm clearly presenting as a woman mm-hmm. or yeah. Phone conversations where the bank. Why do you need me. the pronoun? Yeah. Why seriously. don't you just like, oh why do you need to say sir? Seriously. Right. And then they're like. I'm trying to be so cute and femme about it. like, oh, hi. Yeah, this is me. Hi, bank person. And they're like, oh, no, sorry. I'm looking for Maya Hall. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, that's me. And they're like, w- wouldn't that be a woman? And I'm like, I want to hang up on you right now. What are you calling me for? Oh, my God. I'm like, so angry. You should fucking hang up. <laughs> yeah, like, that's seriously. Far. Also, don't keep pushing it, bank person. Like, are you fucking <laughs> stupid? You know what I mean? It's so annoying i used to get so mad at the people from my phone company because i legally changed my name i sent them the documents for it they said yeah we updated it and then i kept getting all my bills and like calls from them with my old name and i literally had to close my account and open a new account with a new name and they were like no problems whole new account signed the thing showed them my driver's license and then they kept somehow calling me with my old name. And I felt so bad for the people on the phone because they'd call me and use my old name. And I'd like, I'd get so mad. And I'm oh. like, it's not your fault, random person on the phone, but your company sucks. Yeah. Like, Internal so communications mad. are bad. Yeah. It like, took three years for them to, like, the of fuck? me getting yeah, angry no, that's absurd. That yeah. is absurd. That's yeah. yeah, that's um, sketchy it's... business. Like, yeah. But let's talk that. about the circus. Yeah, let's talk about the circus. Circus. Um, circus. 
This podcast is a circus. Yeah, tell us, like, <laughs> plug what it's, you do. Plug where you work. Like, yeah, plug for where real. You um, see. Sure. I mean, if you're curious about what I do, you can find me at Axiom Circus on Facebook. A-X-I-O-M. Actually, look up on Facebook Axiom Circus Arts. If you ever want, like, a cool queer trans performer for some sort of event, you can look me up. I do a lot of stuff with fire. Um... I juggle knives. What? Um, <laughs> I didn't I know have cool any like of LED props that are like super fancy and high tech. I do stilt walking on four foot stilts. Um, yeah, I do a bunch of stuff. Can I just like hire you to do that in my home? Like, yeah, sure. I'm so excited about I, that. I, I live close. I'll go get my her, juggling man. knives. Yeah, I literally and, couldn't uh, afford you. I'll come back, juggle knives. Just don't <laughs> let the cat walk underneath me. <laughs> yeah, it should be good. Um, how did you train for that? Uh, by just knowing other circus people and learning from them and working really hard, uh, learning it. I don't know. I just got really obsessed and passionate and would stay up all night, like practicing juggling or like whatever. Cool. Um, yeah, it's pretty fun. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely interesting. I mean, I started trying to do circus work like as I was planning to transition, but like struggling a lot. Um, a lot of why it took me a long time, I guess, to like commit to like transitioning was I always felt like I wanted like kids. And then I'm like, well, if you start taking hormones and you like become infertile and you have to like make that huge sacrifice. And I was like, I don't know. And then I was wow. like, I don't know. So it took me forever. But anyways, I was, you know, like secretly cross-dressing and then like working part-time as like a male circus performer and surprisingly I didn't really expect it but there were some people who I had potential work with that were like kind of weirded out when I was like oh I'm gonna transition um and I get it because there's like a question I guess about marketability like it's easy if you have like a circus company to like be like oh I'm gonna send a pretty girl with a hula hoop the clients are going to love it. But if you have a thing that might be like a family event, some people feel weird. Like, am I going to send a trans performer to this event? And people are going to feel weird about this person's gender and be confused. And then they don't necessarily want to hire me. And I was like, this is stupid. It's fucking Um, stupid. But I've had, I've encountered that as an issue so many times actually working. Not as much now, which is great. I don't know. I feel like I'm probably a bit more passable and comfortable now. People are also more aware and chill. Right. But there's a lot of times where it's like, okay, I'm going to go juggle at this event. And then, like, all the kids are asking me, like, are you a boy or a girl? And that's fine from kids. Kids don't know better. Mm -hmm. Kids are They're taught to ask you, right? Well, and they're just naturally curious. Yeah. But the great thing is kids will accept any answer. Like, you can be like... I was a boy, now I'm a girl. Or I could just be like, I'm a girl. Or a lot of times kids are like, are you a boy or a girl? And I'm like, you know, a lot of times I don't know either. And then I just move on and they don't even care. And they're like, whatever. That's that's great. But the problem is, is sometimes the parents come and they'll like move the children away and be like, let's go over by this like person, like hula hooping over here or something. Don't like stay away from the juggler. Like that's weird. And you can see kids getting, like, taught by their parents, like, 
I'm supposed to be freaked out by this. Wow. And it's weird. Um, I definitely feel like I don't experience that as much now. But that was definitely, especially like two, three years ago, like super common for me going to perform in a public space with public people. It would just end up being that like a lot. Like I'm just trying to like entertain people and then people are like, Constantly questioning deal, me like, and how my do you gender deal with not screaming at these parents. Like, how no. do you, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I mean, it's really problems. frustrating. Yeah. I mean, I was at this one event. Imagine you and I there. We just fucking like guillotine them. Literally. Bitches. What the hell are you doing? No, I mean, there was one event. It's me and three other performers who were all like cis females. And I just started noticing that all the parents were keeping their kids away from me. And they were all hanging out around the other performers. And I was just like, this is so, it's just so weird. Cause mm-hmm. I'm not really used to people like reacting to me like that. Yeah. And especially after performing just as like a cis male and everything's like totally cool. And then to go into that experience and environment where it's like, Oh, this person's like way too weird. They're gonna corrupt our children, or I—I I don't know. I corrupt think people, them, which is I funny. think people in still the, have this thing the, where like, they're afraid trans people are gonna like touch your kids in the bathroom or something because they're no, always that's, like that's white men. Sorry, right? <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. I should it's cut like, that out. I should cut <laughs> no, that no, no, out. no, don't, don't. We're not. It's not just white men. It's trans straight is a men. big commitment. I don't think anyone's gonna like put their entire life through that just to like be in a different bathroom where they're being harassed anyways. Like, no, it doesn't argument make sense. Doesn't it makes make sense. no sense. Like, well, this, I'm going to pull an Elliot on this one. And the statistics show that like, no one has ever been <laughs> harmed in a bathroom by a trans person ever. I wonder how like, people have been harmed in a bathroom by like exactly. creepy old dudes. You exactly. know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, that's just or just for being thing. trans in a bathroom. I'm yeah, sure right. That. Of course. People yeah. I've been harmed for that. And it's, yeah, it's ridiculous. So yeah. I don't think anyone would ever just pretend. It's a big, it's a big life commitment, you know. Yeah, like, like seriously, like, right? Like fucking get out your day planner for the next ten know. years. Yeah, I'm happy. A lot of my circus work now is also stilt walking, so I feel like I'm further away from people. Right. So maybe I'm more passable as well because <laughs> I'm like, I'm like up You're high, like the angel and I'm in like a big like crazy costume, so. There's a bit more distance and a bit more like extravagance, and I feel like I get properly gendered a lot more because people are just like, "Oh, look at the like giant princess, ten feet tall, and like a pretty dress." Amazing. Mm-hmm. So also, I, I don't know. It's nicer. I'm happy. Isn't it ironic that like you're juggling shit that could literally hurt the kids, and like, oh no, I don't know the gender. Stay away. But it's, yeah, you know what well, I mean. Like that's right. what don't worry deciding. about those flaming knives, kids. Yeah. But oh my goodness, what the gender is that person? Yeah. I, I didn't even bring the scary stuff. I just I was just juggling clubs. It was so friendly. I mean, yeah, clubs could hurt hurt kids. I mean, I've like fucking. That's why you're good at what you do. Yeah, you're not yeah, gonna hurt any kid with your club. Maybe but, their fucking I mean, parents. Yeah, you can yeah. also, like, accent like hit a kid with a hula hoop or something. You know, it's <laughs> not like I'm like the dangerous person there. It's all circus people. Yeah. Oh, that's ridiculous. I like kudos to you for not having like murdered someone by now. You know what I mean? Just I would snap under that kind of fucking stu- stupidity. It's yeah. just pure stupidity. I'm really inspired by your strength to mm-hmm. carry on as a role model like that that's what i love the most is that is when you said oh no i need to be who i am because other people 
need to see me be who I am. Like that's that's what I love. The teacher in me is like, yay, that's so great. It's pretty important. I mean, I feel like that's anything you're passionate about in life. Like you need to like show that to the world, mm-hmm. especially if it's something that's generally like maybe discriminated against. Totally. Also, I feel like I don't really have a choice. I tried like not being mm-hmm. trans. You just if that's who you are, you just got to do it, which is good that we know that now. Like there's so much more information about that now, about what happens to people if you try to like repress them, mm-hmm. if they try to repress themselves and stuff like that. And I feel like that's a big part of what led to acceptance from my parents. There was also like some time for them to accept it. Mm hmm. Like, there was a point in time where I came out to my parents and was like, look, I know you're going to think this is weird and it's really weird talking to you about this, but I cross-dress a lot. And I know you probably are like, why are you telling me this? But it's a huge part of who I am to me. Because, like, I don't know. I was kind of happy. I don't know. I feel very, like, dual, I guess, gender-wise. I know that there are like masculine parts of myself that I'm like cool with, but I just felt like I need to be this person and see myself like this as like being femme. But like, yeah. I feel kind of like half, half, but I also feel like being trans, I'll only ever be like so femme and I'll always have kind of masculine things too. And like, that's part of how like I'm both and, that's okay which is interesting too because that's not how a lot of trans people feel a lot of trans people are very like no 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 no." and then also uh, i mean the binary system still exists there it's like yeah oh strongly yeah like and that was confusing too like coming like learning things about myself being trans because i didn't necessarily feel the same way as all other trans people and that was confusing and then i did a lot of research just on like other cultures and history and especially on like two spirit people and stuff. Um, and that helped me learn so much about myself and accept myself so much. Just seeing the huge variety of ways that people can identify gender wise. Yeah, totally. But yeah, so I, I told my parents like, look, I cross dress a lot cause I feel like half of who I am is me when I'm dressed as a woman and like I'll go to work as a man all day but when I go out at night like I'll go home like I had short hair I'll put on a wig and a dress and like go out and go by a different name and my parents were like what the heck like I don't know if I want to know and they like like I love my parents but you know this was like from Newmarket, a while ago and yeah and they were like I'm just joking, does, it <laughs> does this mean that you're like going out and like having sex with people for money because that's like oh. something that people associate with right people like that as like trans street workers and stuff like that I'm like no it's not that at all it's it's just a part of my identity and they right. were kind of confused but it gave them a few years to like think about it so that when I was like okay like I'm gonna transition I want to take hormones they were less like completely blindsided right and so that was helpful and then also like there's so much information at the time and my dad was kind of like I feel like he was kind of like I don't know but my mom 
was very like there's information about this like if we like disown our child like you know a lot of people like kill themselves and are like depressed and like you know we just need to like love and support our child and that made a huge difference even just like the more information out there like that this is a thing that people Mm -hmm. experience and it's hard to go through and them knowing that like I feel like even 10 years earlier they wouldn't have like necessarily known that in the same way and like gotten it and yeah realized that they had to be accepting in the same way maybe totally and also like yeah there's just a lot more things like I remember my mom being like did you hear about Bruce Jenner he's a trans now too and it's like making big waves and i'm like oh my god she's trying <laughs> she's trying she's trying <laughs> exactly trying. it's like it comes from a place <laughs> of love yeah, yeah. and that generation that's really, is just that it's really important it's, yeah it's, yeah it's taking a few steps but that's good right well i mean if you think about it like how old are my parents my dad just turned 60 it was only 50 years ago 40 years ago 40 less than 50 years ago that it was illegal in Canada to be gay. Yeah, that's so fucked up. Like, yeah. we haven't even talked an, about that on this. Yeah, there podcast. wasn't a pride parade until like like our grandparents' generation would have been yeah. middle age. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I was looking at some history of it recently. I think so. What was it like nineteen sixty nine? They decriminalized being gay. Wow, but even like one hundred and fifty years ago, the same age as Canada. It was, I think, 1860 or something. They, up until 1860, it was punishable by death to be gay, but specifically a gay male, because all the laws revolved around butt sex. Yeah, But also, like, being found in queer places or engaging in queer things yeah. you could be killed for that 150 so years ago up. there's countries today that'll kill you for that's it. like oh, exactly yeah. then over 10 <sighs> over 10 yeah. yeah um i just find it so interesting the whole idea of like this this lost wisdom because it's it's been there and it's been yeah. actively erased mm-hmm. and it's it's just it's it, all this fucking colonial bullshit and it again it fuels me to to want to fucking bring it back like reconnect those links yeah. that people still know today and that have been going on for fucking eons like it it just seems so if when you take a couple steps back it's so arbitrary that we even have to like quote unquote like fight this fight right now you know like it's i'm wasting my energy but i'm not because it's affecting real people's lives and people are killing themselves people are changing we're seeing people change yeah but like 100 even in five years or something like yeah we could have like fucking cured so many diseases by now if people just didn't care about this arbitrary shit and we like expended energy on real things you know and it just oh, pisses me off like um anyway it's necessary to like you know to keep being vocal and keep being Ooh. angry i think yeah yeah because like that that lost wisdom led to so much confusion in my life like yeah finding out about other people in the world just completely blew my mind like how did i never know about this how is this not a thing yeah, totally. I am. Um, I study anthropology, and I um, recently taking the anthropology of gender class. I had that whole experience of just Whoa. being fucking mind blown. Like, oh, that sounds like an amazing class. I can send you the syllabus if you want. I still what? have it. Um, yes, yes. We, we studied the hydra. We studied uh, katoi in Thailand. Mm-hmm. Um, to spirit, like I think colonials call them the b- birdarchy or birdark. Oh, I the birdash. Be yeah, birdash. Yes. Thank you. 
which um, is like a whole other thing. I think that term comes from India. There was like, oh my, I could be, I could be. No, go off. It was one of those things I only saw in writing, so I don't really know. But I'm like 90% sure like British colonial people were exposed to in the Middle East, like homosexual relationships. And that was like a term that came from there that they saw. But then, of course, the actual term was something different but similar. And then they mispronounce it. They like project that on. And then when they come here, they like, oh, it's, you know. We know what that is. And they're like, no, this is is our own fucking thing. Yeah, that's a different kind of thing. Yeah, totally. But even just queerness, like a lot of things that you don't even expect. There used to be Buddhist traditions in temples where older monks would have like a younger monk that is kind of like your sexual partner and then when you become older then you have like a younger monk same with samurai a lot of samurai when you're a young samurai you kind of like serve as the older samurai and then when you're older you you get a younger one and then eventually you have like a wife and kids which is similar to like the spartans too yeah right you're like you have sex with men until a certain age as like a a spartan you just fight dudes and have sex with them and then at a certain age it's like cool you gotta marry a woman now yeah i don't want to marry that woman (laughs) (laughs) you want all you want all the good parts News lie about your age. No, yeah. still 22. Yeah. Get me a 14-year-old boy. I don't want a wife no. till I'm 25. No. This oh. is how this works. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, it's so interesting. Oh, I didn't fuck. know that. Yeah, There's well, and it's learn. like... I hate that I was A like... lot of that stuff gets erased, too, because it's viewed as shameful. Yeah. And it's viewed as like, oh, I can't believe like our ancestors did this or something. And people... I like whoa, this is messed up. Mm-hmm. We gotta hide this. Right. We gotta hide the heck out of it. Right. Mm-hmm. It's so stupid. Even though, you know, yeah, it might completely liberate somebody else knowing mm-hmm. about that, but it's it's too much shame. Yeah, it's shame. so true. I hate that I brought up that I took the anthropology of gender, then didn't know half the things that you just said. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, totally. I, I don't like know. I do, I I do a lot of personal research into that kind of stuff because it. I, I don't know. I just feel like it's so helpful to know like all of the history oh, and like all the things. It's surprising how little resources there is on it too. Mm-hmm. Like you can't just like Google that shit and it's just like here's everything. You gotta search and dig and find certain people Absolutely. and then follow their things and then like watch like fifty hours of lectures to like find all these like different little tidbits and you're just like like I, you that information even still, even with all the information we have is just not readily available. Even you're mm-hmm. taking this class and it's like, it's, it's not all there. It's and all hard, the stuff so we're reading is like published within the Academy. Like I, we read this one book that was so fucking cool. It was um, about um, BDSM culture and anthropologists like engaged in BDSM and, and went to all the, all the events and <laughs> wrote about it from the perspective of like the economic, um, like the economic viewpoint of the fact that you have to acquire things to practice BDSM. Um, but again, she, she's in an echo chamber. Like you're, you're speaking to me who I already am going to accept this, this information. And, mm-hmm. you know, just with all the queer anthropology, queer ethnography, as a queer person reading this, I'm like, this isn't helping anyone, you know, like I want to disseminate this information. I want to talk about it and I want to 
start a podcast. Oh my god, we're doing it. Oh my god, we're doing You're it. You're doing it. <laughs> Look at you. This is yeah. so cool. Yes. Fuck yeah. Stupid faggot. I know. I'm such a, I, haven't, I haven't said that yet. I know, but <laughs> I haven't said that many stupid fucking things um, yet. I hate to cut it short, but I do need to. Um, oh, that's yeah. not to say that you, like, please come back. Yeah, seriously. This has like, been really cool, actually. It's been amazing quite profound for me like i know this is all about me so i'm just i'm just gonna say that but i was kind of panicking a bit i was like what did i get myself into i want to talk about this stuff i feel like it's important but i think it's absolutely terrified i don't know if i'll have anything to say when i'm there i don't know i don't know like Like, actually come back though like honestly then fucking i was gonna be like I have to tell them something. I can't go. I'm so scared. And I was like, no, <laughs> no, I said no, I would no. go. And, and like, it's please come back gotta, and tell us more. Th- like, yeah. if you think of more things to talk about. Like, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes, come back. You're such know. an important voice at this point. I don't know if there's point, anything. I, I don't know. I well, feel whatever. Like, like, in the next couple of weeks, like, keep a journal. If just even, you know what I mean? Ooh. Like, it could just be, like, shit that happens in your life. You can just come and talk shit on this podcast. And you're more than welcome. This full circle moment for me is pretty intense. It is. so intense. It's my first kiss. Oh my Where god! We were watching Spider Man in my basement. Were we? I remember being in your basement. Yeah. The Tobey Maguire. Well, Tobey Maguire Spider Man. That's he's. That's not hot. I was gonna say hot. Shut the fuck up! Hot. It was. It was. It was. was, it was I'm pretty I was sure so confused. I remember your dad was home. Oh yeah, my and parents I was were like, upstairs. Oh, what if he comes in? And I'm yeah. like, well, this is the good thing because if it was like a boy and a girl at that age, yeah. they would be like, you two can't be alone, but a boy and a boy. Yeah. Well, we're just mini gay privilege. Just innocent, yeah. yeah. You know, doing boy things. Yeah. No problems. I just so talk many, about. Yeah. Hockey. Except you know. that our, our Bianca was there too. Was she? She was in the room, but I was just like, I don't See, care that I she's in the room. That out. I just wanted I just to totally kiss. That I just out. wanted to kiss. Cute. That's so yeah, cute and innocent. It. I love that. I mean, it got. It, yeah, it didn't stay that innocent. Is Bianca no, scarred no, for not life? Not at all. No, no, she no, promoted I think she it. She was probably into it. Yeah, amazing. She's like, I have. She liked friend. us both. She was the one who told me about. What was going on? Yeah. Yeah. Same. Oh. I was like, oh my god, and I remember having a crush on him when him when he, he was on my hockey team yep. and I uh, when i was a him <clears throat> when you were him and Way i back in the day and then when <laughs> i heard that i was just like floored because i came out and then i didn't know of anyone else like me that's right? what you said that's before you I were like, i was like what? and so no way okay when bianca was like oh yeah this you know this person is this i was like what the fuck yep. so i pounced on that yeah that doesn't sound like you at all anyway that's okay that's another here we need to end on a silver lining oh yeah we so need one we from each of us tell um uh something nice that's happened to us Ooh. in the last week or two weeks or okay you guys go first though okay um, gotta... that's fine tom do you have anything um well, the, this is going to sound like a cover, but I don't fucking care. You can all listen. Mm-hmm. Um, my silver lining is tonight, this, right now, mm-hmm. and talking with Maya. Because yeah. it was so cool. For some reason, this is incredibly profound for me. And um, I just, I love it. I'm so inspired. And it's like this whole full circle childhood to adulthood thing that... Um, I seem to be really emotional about right now, but I love that. it's really lovely and profound. And thank you for coming. That's my silver lining. Especially Thoughts. last time you saw me, I was probably way different. So like to not see the progression and then just be like, "Whoa, yeah. Yeah. look at it's you now!" Like yeah. really lovely. It's so beautiful. I'm so touched. Can I skip oh. mine? Like oh. I'm not gonna. <laughs> My silver lining was hearing you say your silver lining. Like, literally. I think that's loud. I don't know. Maya? 
Um, I don't know. I feel like my silver lining is just day-to-day life. I don't know. I feel like I feel like it's a much better world to be queer every single day, even with stupid stuff going on where you're seeing people on the internet being like, I'm going to shut down trans people. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously those people feel like they need to be fighting against it and they're becoming quickly a minority voice. Yeah. Even with people like Trump coming into power, you can feel it. Like now that people are connected and they understand each other more, yeah. where I, I feel it like every day, even just in like, it's been almost four years now. I think I started taking hormones and living like full time. And in that period of time, the shift I have seen in the way people like react to me, talk about queer people or queer things in general, it's massive to think that 50 years ago it was illegal to where we are today. Yeah. I feel like just my everyday experience in the world, like feeling confident and okay and stuff is like a massive, it's a silver lining. It's oh good. God, it feels so nice. Oh my God, that's so beautiful. Tom's uh, going to start sobbing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, don't worry about me. <laughs> I'll be ah, fine. Um, okay, on that. Something in your eyes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and your voice. And there's tears. Um, uh, fuck. On All that right. beautiful note, yeah. I guess, bye? Yeah. Email us. Come Email on. Email us, yeah. Come talk to us. Yeah, Do queer at gmail.com. Yeah. We want more voices and more... And Maya, we queered what you queered today. That was I totally queered what you queered. I so queered what you guys have been queering. (laughs) It's fabulous. Thank Um, you so much. Until next time. Yeah, keep an ear out for Maya coming back because that is going to happen. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.